Welcome to Bumble Buddies. This is the podcast where we play indie games from itch.io and elsewhere. My name is Alex Honnett. My name is Eric Taylor Roth. Your producer is Matthew Haddock. We were inspired to play through the itch.io bundle for race, justice, and equality when it was launched in June 2020. It raised over $8 million for charitable causes. We now play through that bundle, other bundles, and other games that celebrate the spirit of indie gaming and social justice. This is episode 72. We have played 203 of the 3,451 games in our bundles, and we promise... We promise to play all of them. Thank you for joining if us today. you have a game in the bundle, we will play it. In one of the bundles, we're going to play the game. Yes. But you can always like reach out to us and yeah. tell us to play your game. And we'll, maybe we'll we'll put it up on the list. Why not? Maybe. But yeah, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> if Depends you reach out to us, we're tone. not sure. Yeah, we're Depends not sure Depends on the tone it. of your email. Yeah, if you if you write a, a real snotty email, I don't think yeah. play your your little game. No, bottom of the pile. Yeah, It'll be yeah. the last game that yeah. we play. Oh, uh, here's the last game of the bundle we're playing. And don't you know why? It's because we got a real snotty email from the dev. It's because 80 years ago we got a snotty <laughs> email from the dev. Uh, Why there hasn't been a bundle in these parts in forty-five years? <laughs> I do love the idea of like eventually bundle buddies will be us traveling to the town where the servers are stored. <laughs> all the different bundle games are scattered across the United States, and we have to travel to find them all. Yeah, when I agreed uh, to do this project with you, I didn't realize that I was going. This was going to be my life's work. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> That I will have committed the rest of my existence to playing these games. I mean, searching them out high and low. In a post-apocalyptic reality, there could be worse ways to spend your time than creating like a mission like that. I guess that's true. At least you're devoted to something larger than yourself. Hey, you're right. You're right. Now I don't feel bad about anything anymore. Let's get let's get into the show. Who do we have this week? We have a really week? good one this week. Uh, we have Brooke Wright. Uh, she's a comedian, writer, and game director at Jackbox Games. Very cool. It's a really it's fun one. It's so Isn't fun. it fun when we have on like improvisers who are really just like goofy and game? Spoiler alert, <laughs> this is kind of a goofy episode because Brooke's so fucking funny. Also, my internet was in and out on this one. So, uh... Yeah, a little bit of in and out. <laughs> The internet urge. Uh, yeah, no, she's great. She's awesome. Very, very cool. It's a fun episode. Uh, our cause yeah. this week is literally any abortion fund in the United States. Donate to one of them, send us proof, and we'll shout you out on the show. Uh, you can check out our Twitter for more details. We'll re- be reposting some funds there you can go to. We've already donated to one, and uh, send us proof, and, and we'll uh, we'll shout you out. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Sounds that very awesome. Sounds very awesome. To me, that sounds awesome. To me, too. To me, too. To me, too. To me, too. Me, to me, how you do that there? The one that makes me scream, she's dead. Let's do the show. Let's do the show. Okay. I. What do you want from me? How uh, about a little support? Uh, we uh, get a washtub bass, then we uh, got ourselves a, a jug band. <laughs> two fiddles and a washtub bass and maybe a jug or two. I, I signed up for a jug band class. 
Did you really? I did at Old Town School of Folk Music, but I only made oh, it to one class. And it was like every week was going to be like, this week is kazoo. And like next week is washboard. But there were only two of us in the class. So it was like, it was someone I worked with and we both were like, this will be fun. And then it was just us. <laughs> <laughs> That's really a problem. Uh, at, uh, I, well, yeah. Jug, I guess jug bands are a dying... Uh, <laughs> medium for expression too many freaking podcasts but that's what i'm that's what i'm pitching eric these days maybe we don't do a podcast about video games anymore maybe we Mm. do a jug band about video games (laughs) yeah and i say it's just not fiscally tenable anymore Mm. if you gotta pay everybody in the jug band like you Mm. gotta charge a hundred dollars a ticket like it's just not you're just not gonna they just that's why all 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 bands should just have one person in it two two at most Mm -hmm, mm-hmm mm-hmm it would have been you were in the perfect situation with your coworker. I oh, yeah. I bailed on it. I was the one that was like, I've got improv and like, <laughs> totally like bailed on the class and she's like, I'm not going by myself. <laughs> and the jug band teacher showed up one day and you guys both weren't there and was just like flicking off the lights on jug bands. Yes, I- Guess I don't get my fifteen dollars for teaching yeah. a class at Old Town School of Folk Music today. Climbed is that all it is? What's that? Is that all that you make for Eric? Do you have inside knowledge? No, I don't. I don't actually have inside knowledge. But I, I've taught this Brooke things before. <laughs> and I feel like you get paid fifteen dollars for teaching something, right? Um, uh, Brooke, thanks so much for doing the podcast or the is, jug band, as it were. A delight! I'm so excited. Thank you for having me. Oh, thanks for doing it. So, Brooke, you and I did uh, an improv show together in Chicago. The experts. We did do the experts. We did the experts. Christy mm-hmm. Bonstel show at IO. That's, I think, where I don't know if that's where we met. Uh, we were both around, obviously, doing stuff, but you're an incredibly funny and talented person, and we really appreciate you going on here. I saw you were playing Inscription, which is a game oh we played God. on the podcast and freaking lost our minds over. I'm um, fully obsessed. Like, yeah. this is, it's, it is a problem that I'm fine with. Like it is, it is, it (laughs) it took over my life for a period of time that like, I don't ever want to get back. It was just like, (laughs) I was deep into the mod. I was like, Oh, you were playing Casey's uh, mod. The beta. I was like, Mm -hmm. I was so deep in and like, just, Oh, I've, I've played the whole game twice, like full proper. And then the mod. And I've just like, that's all I do. What's your what's your favorite part of the game? I think we yeah because we've talked about like our favorite parts of inscription. What's yours? I, I think, and this is so we're this is spoiler land. I mean, I'm mm-hmm. I'm not saying anything that's not, but like I, uh, the game is so beautiful, and especially mm-hmm. everything in the cabin is mm-hmm. just like, yeah. which is why the mod is great because you just you're just it's cabin time. And you miss <laughs> you miss a little bit of like the um, escape room stuff, like from the proper uh-huh. game, which I love yeah. too. Like I was like I was constantly like getting up and like banging on shit and just like yeah. just just like you know, ah, I gotta mess with this, and then just fully getting frustrated. And also, I have to say that like I was afraid of the game, <laughs> like when I downloaded yeah. it. Yeah, oh, totally. It's so spooky. It's so spooky, and you're, it's like it's blood and spooky. bones. It's teeth and blood and bones, and like there's just awful visceral things, but in the most beautiful way. Like that's it's just like a beautiful, quiet, unsettling horror, 
um, that like was my level. I'm like, this is my level of horror. Like, I don't mm-hmm. want to go beyond yeah. this. I don't want anything to like jump out and scare me. And then like once I got like deep into the game, I was like, okay, that's not going to happen. This is not the kind of game. I will say though, um, this is again. So if you if you have not played Inscription, please don't listen to this part. Uh, but there was one part in like part three of it where my inexpertise of like any sort of like video games in general uh, truly came into play when I descended in the elevator and then just just kept tapping on the screen and did not know I just had to turn around like <sighs> truly for the longest time. <laughs> had to restart the game was like what am i missing and like just tapping trying to go for it, turn around you, you almost beat eric but unfortunately eric, almost, has, eric has the best story i uh so you know the point again spoilers here where they start like you're like downloading or you're uploading the you know whatever inscription to the world or whatever yeah. i thought that i was supposed to delete the entire like game <laughs> i thought i was supposed to delete all my save information and so it's like you know made it two-thirds of the way through the game or like three-quarters of the way and i deleted everything <laughs> it was unbelievable so, you tried to do it so I mean, good you were story. like i'm fully invested in this narrative and okay all right it's gone it's gone I think that we've had Daniel Mullins on the podcast twice now, Ugh. and it's like the high. He's like, wow, it's like the highest compliment he can receive, kind of thing. That you know, you actually deleted your game because <laughs> you were so into it. I love it. I I am fully obsessed with him, and like I I started, I went back and started playing the Hex, and I'm just yeah. a little bit into that. But um, that's the one we played, and initially we played we started playing it and we're, we were both kind of like ah whatever and then like it no i loved it i was so much more i was super into you, that game and i think i convinced i was like i convinced you i was like this game is cool this game is really cool and then you've eventually stand, played I, through it i stand corrected it's true right. <laughs> well and there's it's fun to go backwards too and it's like you don't know the references that are being made in mm. inscription and then you kind of like mm. go back into mm-hmm. the catalog and go oh okay i see what you did i see it's also who this, about this game pony island that i really want to yeah. play that i still haven't which is the other that's the other like daniel mullins one that just he's such a good dude Bri- too he's so nice Bri- if you ever if you ever really want to do like a goofy deep dive the like meta game what's it called when there's like the the hidden a- game the arg the, game? the arg there's just look at the wikipedia of the arg because there's like these like goofy goofy nuggets in there and like ultimately yeah. the villain from the hex is the villain in inscription it's stupid it's super fun i i dipped a little bit but not fully because oh, okay. then i get overwhelmed and i'm like i don't what is what is happening but i <laughs> i don't what um but i did because it's like yeah i will fall into so many rabbit holes like i get into something and i'm just like oh how how deep how many tony tony award-winning performance musical numbers can i watch tonight all of them Great. <laughs> Let's do it. So I'm, just like, I'm just like going deeper and deeper and so like when i started playing inscription first of all i was like I would like to be friends with Daniel. I've yeah. like very, I'm like same, like you guys are saying, it's just like you, you see someone that makes something like that and you're like, 
I have so much respect for you and what you yeah. do. Um, and it's just so simple and like everything is so thoughtful uh, and put together in such like a wonderfully full experience that I was like blown away. Um, mm. But yeah, I started watching that and I watched a couple like videos of people discussing the ARG and like, oh yeah, oh my God, it just, it, it reveal like the attack because you see this stuff and you're like i don't know what to do with this like you see uh-huh. the yeah. stuff. there's like the code and this thing and i'm like all right something <laughs> and i know and for me and my level of like involvement i go okay i respect this this is not for me yeah um, yeah <laughs> i don't yeah. know what to do with it yeah i don't have the like i don't have the hundreds of hours to like dump into trying to find every nook and cranny in this game thank thankfully you know there are plenty of other people doing that and i could just like read the digest at the end of it yeah it's so good though i've now my my second thing i've fallen deeply into and i might be be like at a good place with it but i mm. i fell into the stanley parable oh cool oh i've heard good gosh. things yeah me too i've we we played another game uh from that studio that was really fun uh oh what was it called eric do you remember it's the uh was that the lion one? What? Yeah, let me let me try to remember the name really quickly. It was. It had like a Doctor, Doctor Langislav the Tiger and the Terribly Cursed Emerald, a whirlwind heist. <laughs> That's amazing. It was. Um, it's like honestly, we played a lot of games in the bundle, and and uh, a lot of the times if they try to be funny, like they're just explicitly not. It's really hard, <laughs> I think, to write a funny video game, yeah. and that game was genuinely funny and well written and super delightful to play. We actually, you know what's so funny? We played that the episode with Daniel Mullins. Ah, See, ah. Uh, this life is a herald. Can um, you believe it? <laughs> life is a herald. I want to ride it. Oh no! Yeah, I I downloaded it because they came out with the Ultra Deluxe, and I'd never mm. played the original, but mm-hmm. I had someone at work had played it and referenced it like a couple of times when we were working on um, a game. Uh, I directed last year for Jackbox, and so mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So we should say you're a Jackbox <laughs> game. We should say you you also write video games as well. You help make them. So or I uh, guess you make them completely. Yes. Yeah. Well, it is a the the most ass backwards like I, career of my life. Um, <laughs> of going like yeah, this is this is what I do now. I make video games. Sure, sure, Brooke. That's what we do. Um, but yeah, coming from. <laughs> comedy and improv and performing Mm -hmm. for so many years and writing and then sort of fell into like writing for Jackbox and it has rolled into um, a nice career of like writing content and then eventually um, being like an editorial lead on a game and then last year was the first time I directed a game so I took on the role of game director and I'm doing that again this year for the second time. and yeah, it's really cool. cool. And a couple of games I've pitched end up being made and like <laughs> it's bananas. Um, but I really like it a lot and is a weird, good fit that I never would have thought. I was like, oh, my brain does work this way. And I love making like party games and which is then my backwards going into like video games in general that I hadn't played for years. And now I'm like, oh, I want to play more things to like have a better. Yeah, it's actually part of your job to get a like a good background about this stuff and kind of expose yourself to new ideas. Yeah, if I'm doing it well, you know, right. and not just in my own <laughs> yeah, totally. world. Um, but I enjoy it. And it's a good excuse to kind of like uh, dive into that kind of stuff. But well, I'd, I'd love to hear a little. I'm sorry, I totally derailed your train of thought no. uh, talking about um, Alex, you're rude, dude. 
You're hey, so rude. You know what? I'm kind of the bad boy of the podcast. Eric's the good cop. I'm the bad cop. <laughs> we got, we're playing rude dude, good dude. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I it's love just it. constantly shuffling back and forth. So what, like, in terms of video game experience, mm-hmm. where does it start with you? Like, what, what did you sort of start off with? What were your favorite games when you would play back in the day? Were you a player, a gamer back in the day? I, I don't think I was ever a gamer. I think. But I, were you a player? But I was That's, a player. <laughs> okay, cool. Hate, hate the player. And, um, I, I both hate the player and the game. Yeah. 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 Um, I played uh, the the strongest memories for me of like first gaming experiences were a little game called Mist, mm-hmm. <laughs> which I feel like re- reveals mm-hmm. a lot of why I love these like banging on the world kind of games. Totally. Um, I, I remember obsessively being playing Mist and being fully defeated by it until yeah. <laughs> I had to buy a cheat book from someone in my middle school like class <laughs> like paid cold hard cash for a printed out spiral bound cheat book so that i knew what the hell i was doing with like oh play the piano and like like open this book <laughs> asshole and i'm like i don't know what i'm doing um and it would scare me too because like the ambient noises of the world and like it was so quiet and weird um but i loved it and i would go up and like the the office in our house, like where my dad would work sometimes and just like sit at the computer for hours and play Mist. And then I, I remember trying to play, was it Riven was after that? Oh yeah, the second one. Mm-hmm. I don't remember that much about that. Mist um, is a game that fully defeated me when I was younger. Yeah. I remember picking it up and being like, well, there's really no way for me into this. This feels like a, an adult game, a grown-up game. I think I'm going to sit, sit by, sit this one out. It didn't give you anything like it was, which is also uh, you might love that. And that is a a very like so it's a complete opposite of like what I work on now of games Mm -hmm. where like we need an easy in. Like what is like the most intuitive way that people are going to pick this up and then like have fun and jump right in. Um, And then I love that against the challenge of a, a game where you're like, here you are. (laughs) Like you don't know what combination of anything and Stanley parable is a lot like that, which Mm -hmm. is great. And I think that's why I love it. Um, and it scares me and like frustrates me and is wonderful. Um, but then other than that, I loved, uh, we had an old Nintendo, uh, and played a lot of, um, we had the power pad played a lot of track and field where my brother and I would cheat and get on hands and knees and use our, um, (laughs) hands to do the long jump. Uh, and we did yeah a lot of mario a lot of ninja turtle games you know stuff like Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. and so you're into mist nes Mm -hmm. long gap in time (laughs) years years go by live Um, an entire life and then (laughs) return to it sort of backwards through this new career is that sort of a fair assessment? That's fair. And then a little bit of me watching people play Mario Kart in college. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that was a, a, a big part of my college experience, too. It was not playing, but being in the same room while people played Mario Kart. And that was a fun thing to do. Um, That's so oh, cool. Was it to- fun? Did you have a good time doing that? I did. <laughs> That's great. That's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I... I I only when I watch people play video games I want to be playing them. Yes. That's my feeling. Always. We had uh we had our wives on uh, as guests a few episodes ago and 
my wife Katie is she was a younger sibling, so she spent a lot of time watching video games and mm-hmm. still enjoys it from time to time. That is something that she's like. It's funny because I'm always I'm like you should get into watching Twitch and stuff like that. She's like I don't really I don't think I should do that. I don't actually think I should. <laughs> <laughs> You're like this is this is a nice idea, but no, no. I find it like depending on what it is because I'll I'll pop mm-hmm. onto Twitch and like watch people. Like that's how I found Inscription was like. Oh really? Yeah, it, it was. Cool. It came out and I was like, what is this? And then I didn't want to have it ruined. So then I was just like, I'm just buying it and like um, made a coworker play with me at 10 in the morning with all the lights on because i was too scared <laughs> to download it i was like can you please jump into discord with me and can we like look at this game that i'm afraid of and i'm really excited to play? <laughs> <laughs> and she was great too because i also had no experience like with um deck builders and oh, yeah. uh i was fully like what am i doing now now i'm just like yes yes play this mantis god mantis god plus it's all yes. about mantis god uh, um but like i I had no idea what I was doing. And so like she was the best partner in crime. Uh, it's someone I work with um, at Jackbox, Laura, that like is a producer and she <laughs> she sat there with me and would just be like, I'd be like, oh, uh, what do I take? Do I take uh, which which one should I take? Like mud turtle? And she's like, yeah, yeah, do it. Yeah. Take yeah. uh, take take yeah. mud turtle. Yeah. Right. Like just <laughs> always like super supportive of any of my choices. And I was just like, I felt very empowered and then was ready to like do my own thing. So we talk a lot about uh, on the podcast about like the Eric and I have uh, different kind of brains when it comes to video games, the things that really like hook us and mm-hmm. then like, like feed our, our, our brain sickness. Um, yeah, I am I'm like exclusively, a, I'm exclusively erotic. thrillers. Yes, that's his brain sickness. I mean, no. I wish you were exclusively erotic. Thriller. That would be a lot more interesting than the reality of like just playing apex legends and getting so angry all the time or, or rocket league <laughs> that's true oh no yeah, yeah. And, but i am actually erotic thrillers that is yes. my, my <laughs> no my and mine is a uh, turn-based strategy games so oh, yeah those are the things you know the one more turn civilization XCOM, those kinds of things that's like i have a hard time stepping away from those a lot of time do you feel like you've discovered like the kind of like thing for you is it ambience and narrative and like tone that you're really drawn to i think so and i love uh, i i mean this makes a lot of sense about me but i love a little bit of meta like i Mm. love like games that all of a sudden are like talking to you and like there's like kind of deeper levels to it um yeah i think narrative really draws me in like the more i'm discovering what i like about this stuff and also just like figuring out a world like i love a puzzle um yeah i saw you i saw you played uh baba's you and mm-hmm. i really like that game that game goes from zero to 60 though like you're yeah. like open this door and then you're just like everything <laughs> you can't do anything <laughs> like everything is defeat you're fucked um but like i i really like puzzle games and um we i just what was it last year or the year before i found there is no game that's a great one love that game yeah that was really cool that that was inspiring to like my work too like i just thought like completely because it was like there was an element of that of like interacting with the ui in a different way and then um it was like we ended up for the game i directed last year at jackbox is called job job and it's uh 
a little bit improv inspired of like taking out of context words and then like using them, like rearranging them to like answer questions, like job interview mm. questions. And um, it's part of it was the idea that we wanted to play around with. You could use anything on your controller in your sentences. So we like purposely crafted like the questions themselves. And, and it's kind of a fun moment in the game when people realize that like they have this like bank of words that they're using to like answer questions, but then mm -hmm. they start to realize they're like, I can drag my own name into it, or I can drag like a period from this sentence that is just that's the instructions. So cool. yeah, but that was cool. because yeah. I've been playing that. And I was like, Oh mm -hmm. my God, like I love like just messing with everything and being like, if I click on this, it's like, well, something did happen. And that's, that's very satisfying to me. It's very interesting to think about those elements too, because the the thing about there is no game is that it because it's a, a linear narrative, you you know, like you have that trick once, mm -hmm. and it gets to, they burn it once, and then it's like okay, the novelty of it kind of builds into this like snowball of novelty that just sort of propels you throughout the game. Where there's just like so many cool little moments like that where this happens, this happens. I imagine in like a, a replayable game, it's so much harder to create those sparks, those moments over and over again. You know, it's it's probably like a very different. Uh, like muscle you're trying to work with or engage with in some ways. And that's, I think that's so cool to like, uh, to sort of try to tackle that. Yeah. It's so much of it is solving like functionality problems. So it's mm. like, it's something interesting and you're like, what is something that feels like a, a cool or interesting thing that we could like try out or do what's doable or what haven't we done? But ultimately it's like, what is in service of like the best experience, like yeah. for making it happen. So for that, that was just like, part of the game we were creating is like it's very limiting like people are like i want more words and essentially yeah. like your people everyone who's playing the game is writing sentences during this one period and then those sentences get sent to other people so you mm -hmm. you don't get to use the words that you wrote and that sort of felt like a weird like i don't like this like i'm not in control and that's mm -hmm. also for me the the joy of it but then the problem was like how do we give people more words so that they feel like their friends are a bunch of jerks who aren't giving them anything like and so it was like there we say it also we find in our games too um you really gotta like hammer stuff home if you want people to do it because nobody's yeah. listening everyone's skipping right. tutorials like no one <laughs> no one's ever listening to anything and that's fine like it's also like we know that so it's like you try to like make it as intuitive as possible you know do you get to how much of the um like play testing do you get to sit in on a lot or if any mm -hmm. yeah we do um we do a lot of like internal playtesting, like within the company. Um, uh -huh. Like our, we have game teams like working on specific games. So like the, we'll be playtesting our games as well as like kind of coming together at different points and like playtesting each other's games or like different groups of people trying it out. And then like eventually it's external playtesting. So I'm not sitting in um, all the external stuff like as it's happening usually, but like I'll watch videos afterwards or like read the notes. But I learn a lot, especially from like our team playing or like internally. And then like once things are on its feet too, like I'll sometimes just have friends like play, you know, mm. if it's in a place where it feels like you got something to learn or something to show, you're like, hey, mm. like want to play this thing I'm working on, um, sign this NDA. No, uh, but like, <laughs> <laughs> swear to God. Um, you just got it lying all over the place, just NDAs everywhere. 
I've never within, everything's I'm redacted. Never, always within an arm's reach of an NDA. Always have it drafted, ready to go. Um, no, it's it's actually been fun this year because the game usually again they there's a little more secrecy just because like we do early looks and there's a schedule to like when that stuff is kind of revealed and we're trying something new in particular with the game I'm directing this year where we sort of just like talk about it more openly and we did that from like the beginning um just to see if like people are having a little bit more of like a behind the scenes uh look at it just to kind mm. of see what that does for us as an experiment and it's a it's a reality um tv show inspired game that i'm working this oh, year oh cool so it's yeah. just it's, it's sort of built into the conceit already yeah it made it, it's it's a totally different kind of thing and we were like yeah it's fine like people can you know peek into this and see what's not working and what's working and well hopefully learn something from that so we've, we've been streaming it monthly which has been cool too it's like in progress stuff and just like people's reactions to that even that is helpful to be like oh this is making sense or this is not or people have a desire for something else you know well there's the jackbox games are such a cultural phenomenon now and such like a cornerstone of a specific kind of game um that I imagine people are probably very excited about any kind of behind the scenes content they can get, you know, like any kind of window into the process of this thing they like so much. Yeah. I think any of us, you know, it's like whenever you kind of get those little um, nuggets of like a process or behind the scenes or, you know, it's like, especially, yeah, Jackbox definitely has a wonderful big fan base um, that are very active and very involved. And so it's it is fun. It's fun to like have people get yeah. jazzed about that stuff and kind of get to be a part of it and, and show off those things. Mm. I mean, that's a, I think that's the perfect spot to segue into the games. What do you think, Eric? That sounds awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I would love it if you you were like, no, no, no. Actually, I always want to give him the space to say no if he needs to. You know actually, what I, mean? I have a really intense question to ask. <laughs> Brooke, where the hell do you get off? <laughs> what the fuck? I would love that more than anything. Wait, I, I've been sitting on this question since you brought it up. What the fuck is Mario? <laughs> Did someone finally explain this to me? He has a cart and you watch it? Brooke, I'm sorry, but you do have to answer this, please. Um, what the what the fuck is a Mario? Yeah, we have to, we have to know what the fuck is a Mario. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been trying to show him the movie from way back when, but it's not doing the job. It's not the Bob Hoskins one. Yeah, yeah. the Bob Hoskins, John Leguizamo, mm-hmm. Mario, Mario, Dennis uh, Hopper. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. God, so good. I love those. Uh, no, it's been very fun though. My my kids are. Uh, I have a nine year old and a um, five year old, and they've been playing a lot of. We just got a Switch recently, so we're diving. Oh, fun. We are diving back into the world of Nintendo, which we have not for years. If you're looking for a game that they could play, the game Wander Song is Ooh. unbelievable. I uh, strongly recommend that. That and a short hike are two games I think for kids that are just lovely. I've heard of a short hike, and I've heard it's yeah. amazing. I've not played that yet, um, and I will add Wander Song to the list. They're playing Cuphead right now, which is a oh, lot wow. of fun and also really it's, hard. It's so hard. It's I mean, so I could, hard. I the art is so cool in Cuphead, but I'm like afraid to pick it up because I've heard it's so hard. 
Yeah, I think there's different modes, and I know my nine-year-old has been very frustrated, but also, like, he knew it was hard going in, and then that mentally, like, I feel like set him up for a little more success to be like, yeah, this is going to be hard, and you're going to fail a lot, and that's okay. So it's been fun. Let's talk about the games this week, then. That's awesome. Also, so did your nine-year-old play some of the games? He did. So he's, uh, like, so interested in anything. Like, he ended up playing all the way through There Is No Game when I was playing it. Like, I didn't even get to play the whole game because he was like, I got this. Um, (laughs) And he usually does. He's way better than me. So I had to download download them onto his computer. Oh, that's so funny. This is how I'm living my life because I couldn't (laughs) do it on my other machines and I had a a Mac that I work off of. And so the games were all Windows and I was like, oh, no. Oh, I'm so sorry. I should have asked. No, no, it was fine. I figured it sometimes, too. It's like I'm all for like figuring Mm -hmm. it out. And sometimes I'm like, is it me? Is it me? (laughs) Or is this something I should know? Is it me? Um, but I figured it out and I was like, oh, he has windows so I can just do it, download it onto his, um, machine. But as a result, I'm like, Hey man, this laptop used for school sometimes when we're virtual, I was like, I have to put some games on it. And I was like, you can also (laughs) play them. Um, so he has his opinions too. Uh, stop. I think, uh, stop hat number one, number one on his list. Um, let's talk about stop hat really quickly. This is, so this is stop hat from the racial dust and equality bundle. It's by. Problematicar, a 2D, difficult, arcade, pixel art, retro, short, single-player, top-down, weird game. Description. Stop Hat is a charming arcade game about a rich man, his disobedient top hat, and a falling golden lift. Originally made in under 48 hours for the 40th GM48 competition, Stop Hat is an imaginative take on the theme top-down. There's some groovy bossa nova beats and Atari-style sound effects, dramatic lift plummeting action, and a playtime of a whole 10 minutes. This game is a fun little game. This is a classic... We play games on here that feel like old Flash games, and this feels yeah. that way. This yeah. is like... I liked it. There's not a whole lot to say about it. Like, the description kind of says it all. You are trying to position yourself so that uh, as that you're a hat flying through this thing that's, like, fallen, this thing, and you're trying to land on the rich man's head over and over again, and he keeps on moving around, and the hat is sort of, like, in the drifts so there's some weird resistance you kind of have to like learn the patterns of how it all works as you're flinging yourself and trying to land on the guy's head and like you do and he goes what luck but i but because it's like so digitized or like you know kind of atari sounding it kind of sounded like he was saying what the fuck (laughs) eric i'm so glad you're bringing this up because as i mentioned i played with my (laughs) nine-year-old and i literally like actively like like full-on started just turning the volume down because i wasn't quite sure i was like because he's like good spot yes then he goes what's luck and it does sound like what the fuck so funny to me and i was like this can't be and i went back and played it by myself and i was like okay he is not saying that it did not feel like the vibe um they were intending but oh my lord yeah it was it's also like it was hard yeah Yeah. it was really challenging and i was finding myself like i could only describe it as like seagulling it where i was just like real swooping motions Mm -hmm. to to try to get that that hat on that dude's head it was very fun (laughs) yeah i i the like the levels it was like a little bit too much like you had to do the hat thing too many times to like level up 
for me. Like, mm-hmm. I just, I found myself a little bit frustrated just with that. But other than that, you know, like, that's, that's like such a like nitpicky kind of like thing to say, mm-hmm. to be like, oh, just like, like 15 times. Okay. <laughs> it's such right. a straight, it's, it's a really simple little game loop, but when something like this is fun i think that's really impressive because there's no reason for a stupid little game to be this fun and it is it's entertaining like you're kind of having a good time when you get to the next level like shit gets like more intense in a really satisfying way like shit kind of hits the fan it's like oh it's falling even faster now now it's even harder yeah um, to do it which is i i, I thought maybe it was just going to be the same thing the whole time so when it swapped out i was like that's cool yeah and then when the roof of the elevator blew open the hat can fly. You can lose because the hat yeah. can fly out of the top of the elevator. And that, that's uh, what happened to me. Yeah, that's what happened to me. <laughs> but I was like, I'm good. I don't think I made it because I had watched my kid play it. And then I was playing it again, mostly to check to see if he was really swearing. <laughs> and then uh, I got through the first one. And then when I got to the second level, I went in hard. And then I was like, I'm actually not doing great at this. And then I, I bailed. <laughs> <laughs> before it flew away but it's really satisfying it's very fun and it's it, like it is a it it shows you exactly what you're saying of like how a simple mechanic is just like you don't need to like add too much more to mm-hmm. something sometimes for it to be very satisfying it's silly too it's a good the, the guy silly. is like funny and like it's a gold elevator i love it <laughs> it said what did it say too it was like the background had like um Oh, I wish I could remember what it was. It, there was like either. some phrases on there that were very like money man, like type <laughs> type stuff. Old, old stodgy man in a top hat. Old stodgy man in a top hat. <laughs> I mean, we'd all be so lucky to get a job voicing the stodgy man in a top hat. Talk mm-hmm. about a dream role. You know yeah. what I mean? You know, and like. What luck? What luck? What luck? Oh, good spot. <laughs> good spot. What the fuck? <laughs> uh, so the the final thing we say for these games is that are we a pass on or uh, are we a pass on it or a play on it? Mm. Uh, I'll go first. This one, I am actually a play. You know, a lot of these little games, I'm usually a pass on because it's sort of like, oh, you played this before, it's something. But this is fun. It's very silly. It's something you can kind of pick up. It's so charming and like inventive and like nice to go through. It, it's worth like the little bit of attention to, to pass the time that uh, you would give it. And uh, on that way, I think it's a very successful game and I'm a play. Um, Eric, what do you think? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it really is not going to take, um, you know, it, it, it you get, you'll dive in. If you dig it, you dig it. If you don't, there's like z- you know, you have not wasted any time other than the like yeah, you downloaded a game and you tried it out. It's, you know, sometimes I think with a lot of these things, especially, you know, with this like kind of repeated motion, it's either like, you know, it's like, did you get into a meditative flow state and enjoy it? And if you, you, you can with this, I think. And if you don't, then, you know, move on. Get out of here. What get are you doing? Get out of here. Get, get out, out of here. here. Yeah, I doing? would be I would be a play. It's a triple play! I think um, it it would be interesting if like there was another level to it of like getting to like beat your time or something mm. like that, like mm. to to kind of make it 
have replayability because that yeah. would be my only thing is like it was very fun i i regret nothing of it um and it's a very fun thing but then you go okay what would i come back to it a lot probably right not. yeah it was yeah. very fun yeah there's no reason to ever come back to this game but it does kind of have like that nice sort of like old school arcade feel you mm-hmm. know if, like you walk up to a cabinet and you're just like controlling this thing yeah, you could bust out a stopwatch and time yourself if you wanted to. There you go. Yeah, why am I complaining? <laughs> yeah, honestly. Come on, bro. You should have just like your own little tally. It's like, how quickly did I get through? I'm very sorry there's not a child to sell you a book to beat this one. You know? Like... Child, child still, honestly, could have used it. Could have used it. <laughs> Let's talk next about Respite 2.0. This is from the Racial Justice and Equality Bundle. It's by Modus Interactive. An atmospheric, experimental, glitch, relaxing, respite, retro, short, surreal, weird uh, Y2K game. Description. Over 20 unique locales to discover. Branching paths result in a new journey each time you embark. Relaxing, high-fidelity music tracks to put your mind at ease. Variable speed controls enable you to travel at your own pace. Find your respite today mm. this is a weird game is it a a game is it a game is it yeah, a it's game? A fair, there is no is game it, app description i yeah i was like i think i i kind of maybe i didn't give this you know the amount of time that it if it was like a walking simulator or something i could like get into the the vibes and like the lo-fi quality of it but it really is just sort of you can control the speed that you're moving right yeah, you can control the speed and the direction you go in. And oh, that the took direction? me a while to figure out. Like mm-hmm. I, so I was yeah. pressing the arrows, and I didn't. How was the speed controlled? Because I don't know if I ever sped up. I thought there's you like a little bar, yeah. right? Yeah, it's the 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 letters at the bottom like turn different colors based on how fast you're going. Mm. So and it's kind of like a throttle. Like the faster you're going, like. The, the, the way the graphics work is so strange because, you know, I'm going to try to explain this in a way that makes sense. But normally, if you start to accelerate in a game, you go fast and you're kind of moving at a faster speed past everything, you know. Mm-hmm. But in this, the way it works is you're actually not moving at all, really. Everything on the screen is coming towards you. So when you start going faster what that means is the stuff that's emerging from the background starts to go faster towards you. And it actually laps the stuff that spawned before it, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So there's like this weird repeating pattern of like, as you start to go faster, everything that like originally came, like started towards you is still moving the same speed. And then everything that starts like after that, that spawns after that is going way faster. So the acceleration is actually like the 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 like features like lapping you if that are lapping the old stuff if that makes sense until it's all gone, which is just a really um, bizarre thing I've never experienced before, you yeah. know, in a, in a video game, um, and it makes it, it made me feel very uh, disoriented and strange. I, I think I didn't even to... realize. You... Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> uh, I didn't realize you could change the direction. That yeah. wasn't a thing. How did you do that? Uh, you go left or right. <laughs> yeah, the arrows, like, it just sort of, like, veered. Like, mm-hmm. it was like you could uh-huh. kind of, like, and all of a sudden you realize, like, the tunnel of vision was, like, leaning one way or the yeah. other. Um, I had trouble uh-huh. accelerating 
maybe I just didn't notice it or register it. I don't know. Um, but I like, had trouble I, finding direction. We, if the two of us had played this game together, we would have figured it out. This would have been the perfect one to hop in a Discord for. You know what I mean? Uh, like encourage each other. I'd be like, Eric, I'm afraid. Please play this at 10 a.m. I. I think like the thing that resonated with me was reading the description of saying like I think I started just looking stuff up because I was like what what is what is this what am I doing right and <laughs> it is um, like interactive screensaver yeah. pretty much and I was mm-hmm. like that once I kind of accepted that as my truth I was like yes <laughs> like absolutely yeah. bring on the buildings and moons. Like we're mm-hmm. we're just we're just vibing. We're vibing in the That's world. it. This is a big vibing game. Yeah. It's a it's a low poly vibe is what's going on. Mm-hmm. And I think it'd be kind of because the the other thing I want I do want to say about it is that the music was really cool. Like yes. in a way that's like if if I went to a party and this music was playing, I'd be like, mm, this is nice. I'm like actually feeling like I'm at a cool party and I'm I'm having a good time right now, you know? Like um so this would be perfect to have like uh, on like your TV while you host the party. Mm-hmm. I was uh, gonna say someone projecting it on a wall. Yeah. At a party, and then like if it was like a really cool party, like you would mm. have like you could go over and like mess with it. Whoa. And be you know accelerating. Whoa. You're like I'm gonna go accelerate, and then <laughs> people would be like, "You're fucking crazy." This is nuts. This, this makes me want to have a party damn yeah. it now i want <laughs> god damn i didn't even think that while i was playing this i wasn't thinking man i should be having a party but now that we're talking about it damn i should be having a party mm-hmm. my mm. feeling about it too the branching paths result in a new journey i wonder does branching paths mean that there's any because th- this is what i couldn't figure out uh, when it says branching paths my assumption would be that based on like the direction you go or the speed you do that will affect which branch you go down Mm -hmm. but it might just be saying like it'll just be a random order every time which uh would certainly make sense to me but then it really is just an interactive screensaver like in that case there's like nothing you do that affects anything in it except for the speed um and there's not like so you're not really playing anything you're just supposed to sort of sit there and let it wash over you and, and relax but did you guys find it especially relaxing I found it moderate, like mildly, mild yeah. to moderate relaxation. Um, yeah. And like, but I think because I had this added pressure of I'm supposed to interact with it. Like right. I, and then I wasn't like, again, you're talking to person that like wants to like bang on the world and like something is revealed. Right. I was like, I don't, to your point, you're like branching paths. I don't know if I did anything that right. like affected anything. And so I almost would want like, for my sensibilities, like some sense of like, ooh, because you went really fast. Like right. now you're in Mar on Mars. Like otherwise you would have been in the forest because that's where you want to be, you know. But mm-hmm. I, I don't know if and it doesn't need to be that. It's just right. like I just wondered. I was like, oh, okay. Well, if I'm interacting, then like what does that what do I what do I what's in it for me? Like what's in yeah. it for me if I'm gonna push these buttons? <laughs> I felt similarly, and I just don't know if I was. Re- I think your description of like it's a vibe is like the yeah. best thing because it is cool and like chill. But like I was sort of sitting there and like, okay, you know what? That's the whole thing. I'm going to sit here and vibe and chill. But I didn't relax at all. I didn't feel like a respite from my day or something like that. I didn't. It didn't wash over me in that kind of way. So in that way, I was a little bit like, well, I'm not really sure it. Uh, it does what it sets out to do. 
Yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, we've played kind of these walking, we've played walking simulators, which I think I had to kind of get into to really understand and enjoy them and find relaxation in them. Mm -hmm. And then, like, to kind of encounter this walking simulator is sort of the best, like, you know, type of game to kind of compare this to. And it, Mm -hmm. yeah, it doesn't quite, it doesn't quite get there for me. Doesn't quite get there. Yeah. Final thoughts. Uh, Brooke, why don't you start us off? As, okay, as a vibe, play. Mm -hmm. As a game, (laughs) pass. Mm. Wow, I like that. Diplomatic. I'll say uh, I'm probably a pass on this one. I really love the conceit of this and uh, was very excited to play it. I thought it looked really, really cool. And then just the reality of it wasn't, uh, it didn't quite live up to my expectations. So I'm a pass, but it, it is kind of nice. And like, if you're having a cool party with like people showing up in like neon leather jackets, it's got kind of like a good like vaporwave kind of vibe in it. I think this is a great background for that. Um, so I'm a play on a vaporwave party and a, a pass on, on playing it to get some relaxation in midweek. Uh, Eric, what about you? We might have finally lost Eric. Oh no, guys! He my vibed. internet is bad. Yay! I vibed out. <laughs> I straight up vibed out. Did you throw it to me? Did you toss it to me? Yeah, yeah, I tossed it to you. Uh, all right. Well, I I apologize for how absolutely dog shit my internet is being right now. Uh, I am. Oh, I'm passing on this one. I think it's not quite. Uh, it's not quite there for me. It seems like the, in the description, they're talking about things that they're doing behind the scenes. And um, that's cool. And that's great. And, uh, you know, I just want to see a little bit more of that front and center. All right. We move on to the last game this week. Probably the most game with a capital G. This is J-U-L-I-A, Among the Stars. The Race of Justin Equality Bundle by CBE Software, a adventure sci-fi mystery space uh point and click game uh description step into the spacesuit of rachel manners and find out why she was the sole survivor of this ill-fated expedition utilize an ingenious mobot a mobile robot designed for planetary exploration to investigate the solar system and all its wonders solve the mystery of the mission's failure and locate the missing crew travel to six unique planets and uncover the secrets Solve puzzles, gather clues, and communicate with the most temperamental uh, artificial intelligence ever designed. Are you prepared for J-U-L-I-A, Julia? Mm -hmm. (laughs) So speaking of mist, hey. (laughs) Yeah, it was – so I I had admitted that I did not get fully into the game just based Mm -hmm. on time that I had this week. Uh, and also I think cause it was like, it was a bigger download. Like I, had, I was missing an additional piece of software on my computer that needed, I needed to read it. Um, oh, no, so yeah. it kept giving me errors and I was like, Ugh. so like, I just kept putting it off and I was like, come on, Julia, come on. And come then, on, Julia. <laughs> again, amazing tech was that I am figured it out, was wow, able to nice. get it. And then once we were Great. in, I was like, Oh, beautiful. And then yeah. first yeah. of all, uh, between the names uh rachel manners and mobot i'm like (laughs) on board like narratively i was like yes please um (laughs) and then yeah like i i just from the get-go it is a little bit of like here's a few little pieces of information like solve this puzzle um and the one thing that i did find is i had a lot of trouble um 
like figuring out the very first puzzle I was Dude, in. Dude, me too. I actually walked away because I was so frustrated. I had to I gave it like a day or two before I came back. Wait, which which one? What, what uh, puzzle? Power sprinkler fan thing. Yeah, power sprinkler fan. Power like, sprinkler fan. Tinker Taylor Soldier Spy Power uh, Got it. Uh-huh. It was part of it was a little bit of the UI that like um, the on button doesn't appear until you hover over it. Mm. So like I spent forever like turning off what I thought were the right sequence of things and then expected a button to appear when I had done all of that because off was on. So this was something I just noticed and it really bothered me. It said <laughs> off and to turn on the sprinklers, but then on, at least for me, and again, maybe it was my computer. I think it was the computer. It was my computer. So here I am complaining about it, but like it, the on button literally would not show up. That's until so frustrating. I hovered over it. And so I kept thinking, I kept going room to room to room. And I was like, something's got to reveal itself. What was wrong? Yeah. Yeah. I, I just didn't get that. You like, I, I just thought the game was like stupid. And I was like, <laughs> I didn't get that, like, you have to do a certain pattern of everything yeah. to, to get it correct. And so yeah. I was just turning everything on and then getting so frustrated when it would, like, blow the circuit every time. And I had to be like, this game. Because, like, the, the, the production value of it, when you open it up, there's, like, some really cool animations. And the graphics are really good and robust. And, like, the voice acting is, like... Uh, good like there's yeah. good voices going on you know so there's all yeah. this stuff happening i also love the way that you're, you're you're interacting with all these robots and they have just like very pleasant voices and things to say you know <laughs> and i was like that's so that's so fun you know what i mean to to, to talk to Mo mobot has a great voice yeah mobot's great um yes so did did the two of you you were a able to eventually get through that part right yes i, I <laughs> yeah. made it i made it down okay. to the planet's surface and started to investigate cool all right yeah no it's 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 funny because it's a game that has these like really cool graphics at first and then like the interface sometimes is a little um not rudimentary but feels like a little just sort of like um i don't know like it, uh, it almost doesn't yeah yeah, it almost doesn't match like some of the cool looking graphics. You know what I mean? Like there's mm -hmm. just a little bit of a like disconnect between the quality of of that. Um and initially cuz it becomes this like point and click kind of mystery game. Yeah. And initially I was like it's like reading emails game again. Yeah, right? there was a bit of reading emails in space going on. Um you're, you're not that's that's one of Eric's Eric's uh, big no-nos. Yeah. Oh, no. He doesn't but, want to get emails in space. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> but I it. once I got into it, and I was like, you know what I what I really did appreciate about the game was that like it it holds your hand enough where yeah. it's it it's like you actually don't really need to read all. You don't need like full comprehension of what's going on until you want to have full comprehension of what's going on. At some point, I found myself like really invested in the mystery uh -huh. of like the this you know these murders and, and the death that was going on but it it wasn't it did not immediately come to me right it was just i was still i was still kind of like yeah sure what's going on in this game when it like you know gave me somebody's kind of like disc to read through all their chats and they're like you know 
But then, like, as you start playing it and, like, unveiling certain things and you sort of start to get kind of the flow of the game, I was like, then I started reading everything that everybody was saying because I was like, oh, what is, like, what yeah, did actually... It's it's really interesting. It really I, sort of invites you in. I think there are more planets. Because mm-hmm. um, I didn't... I wasn't able to, like... I got the blueprints for a thing that was going to get me off of this planet, right? And I and I couldn't figure out how to use them because I didn't have like the correct parts. Mm. Um, so I that was eventually where I kind of ran into the wall that I couldn't get past. Um, I'm I I only played probably like an hour and a half of the game, and what I played after I came back to it, I really really enjoyed. Like, yeah, I you know some sometimes with a game like this, they will load you up with so much superfluous information that it's like you like it but you're like i'm this is such a waste of fucking time <laughs> and nothing in this felt superfluous to the point of it being a waste of my time if that makes sense right. like mm-hmm. the quick conversations or the quick emails were really quick like you kind of got in and out you got new information from everything about sort of coloring the sort of situation on the ground when all the shit was going on and you're putting it all together then every new piece of information it feels like at least a little bit intuitive like not like too too difficult to figure out um, there was one time when I was completely overthinking something and then I had to go read a walkthrough and when I read it, I was like, well, I knew that. I just thought it was more complicated than that. <laughs> um, but I, I, I kind of want to go back and finish this game to be totally honest. Like I'm sure. really charmed by it and delighted by it. Yeah. I definitely want to go and like get Pat cause I got, I got so embarrassingly stuck after the first like thing of putting out the fires and purely because the thing I complained about other people doing, I wasn't listening. So like, <laughs> I, checked, I checked out for one second and I missed the directive of like taking mobile, like picking the planet surface and then truly yeah. was like uh, sitting in that menu, like clicking everything going, well, do I, where do I, where do yeah, I? Yeah, no, I, I think that that An part also nightmare. was, uh, yeah. yeah, that part was, I remember being like, I think I got lucky. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I just happened too, to click completely. the right thing and like it put me on the rails. But yeah, you're right. You just sort of like, if you forget, it's just like all it needs you to do is like click on the planet and that puts you like on the rail. But if you don't do yeah, that, that was, that was, you're like, you're yep, fucked. Yep. Yeah. That was my problem is like I and it was my fault a million percent. But then I was like, oh, no, please. For for grandma, could you (laughs) like if if I haven't if I haven't done the right thing in a while, could somebody like pop on the loudspeaker and be like, yeah, like I said, go here. (laughs) Yeah. Also, this game has like a feeling. It feels like a 2003 kind of came with your PC game. You know? Oh, yeah. I was going to say like 98. Like I was going to go a little bit farther back. It definitely has that kind of vibe of just like the graphics are like complicated but kind of rudimentary. Mm-hmm. It, it, everything is just like a uh, really well drawn backdrop or like uh, you know piece of like a screen or something like that. Sometimes you can interact with things and those are rendered very well, but it's uh, it's kind of a throwback to to that those point and click days. Um, yeah, it's and really I think cool. Perfect. I really like this game. Eric, were you saying something? Yeah, I, I give up. I give up at this stupid internet. <laughs> we'll see if we get him back. 
What are you saying, Eric? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Oh, my God. This internet's so silly. This silly internet. I give up. No, I was going to say, Brooke, to your point, like, uh, not getting that little bit of, like, nudging, I think is is sometimes the, you know, comes with the territory of, like, these indie indie games, right? Mm -hmm. Like, that, that there's just sort of so much that these developers can kind of like do with the amount of time and resources that they have available. And you can get like stuck in very frustrating corners of the game just because you don't have that little bit of like extra polish. Absolutely. I mean, like it's total dum-dum bumpers for me that I was asking for <laughs> where I'm like, this game is great. I'm ha- once I, once I got grooving, once I was clicking the right buttons, once I found that on button again, problem with my computer, um i was like we're good to go and then i totally like no pun intended spaced out for a minute and then i was like oh no i was like where do i i don't oh no and so i'm like scanning over the map of the ship like, and it does nothing and i was like nothing is oh no i gotta get out of here and come back in um but it was my well, yeah, fault I, your point no i don't that. i don't know i don't know if i i don't know if they are dumb dumb bumpers i think kind of what you're talking about is like is is like user interface and design like i like you know i don't i don't, I don't fully agree that you're in the wrong here. No, but I was agreeing with you of saying like, like the level of like that kind of depth of polish and like usability is like, like depending on your cycle and like what you have time for and what you have the resources for. It's yeah. like to have a fully wonderful playable game that doesn't have those additional like things in it. Yeah. Makes a lot of sense. Like, and then I just have to attune my brain to go, oh, like you need to pay better attention. And like if you're invested in the game, don't play it casually and be like <laughs> doing something else at the same time, you know? Fair. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, we shouldn't be doing anyways, but I was. <laughs> but I was. Um, uh, what I, did your wait, what did your nine year old think of it? Oh, he yeah. really liked it. So he played okay, it without cool. me. I actually like full on left the house and he was like playing <laughs> it. So I told him and I literally was like, tell me what happens. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, he got stuck on a pass, like a passcode section. Uh, yeah. And he was like telling me, he was like, yeah, we got to go back in there and figure it out. He's like, I couldn't, I couldn't get past this one section, but there's, um, Okay, can I? I'll give spoil. Here's the spoilers alert section. You here get be, like a, here be spoilers. You here get a be. you get like a little decoder kind of thing, mm, and then yeah. you can use that decoder, and you can basically just sort of uh, brute force it to get the password. <laughs> I love it. What, what you should do is this is definitely a game where you have to have a little pad of paper on the side so you can take notes and write yep. stuff yeah. down. I start when I started doing that, then the game got a lot more fun. Yeah, yeah. I love it. And don't be doing something else. And don't be doing something else. (laughs) Please don't be doing something else. Oh my God. You'll catch fire. Yeah, we want you to have fun. Please do something. Please don't. I couldn't do something else during Stop Hat because it was too. I was. Ah! (laughs) You're stopping the hat. It was too much. I had to keep going. I was like, Final, Final thoughts. Brooke, let's start with you. Final thoughts on Julia. Among the stars. I'm going to say play because I need to go back in there. And I agreed with everything you were saying. I really enjoyed it. Uh, I didn't have the time to fully invest in it um, yet. And so I think it is something that knowing your, your two cents of like having a pad of paper and like treating it like 
that way that you kind of like mm-hmm. solve these puzzles. Um, I'm, I'm into play it. I really enjoyed it. Um, Eric, what about you? Yeah, I'm a play on this one. I think that it's, uh, it's fun and it does. I don't know. I'm lately interested in this, uh, in this idea that like, you know, not everything has to be immediately attractive, but like, you know, spend a little bit of time with it and it become and if it becomes kind of attractive, then it's like, oh, that's, that's almost better. Like, you know, I feel like a lot of art because of like the, the state of like content is like really flashy and like, how can I front load everything with being as, you know, like captivating up top and then like, you know, I can deliver dog shit on the back end and I'm, I enjoy something where it's like, Oh, maybe it's a little clunky up top, but as you, the more time you spend with it, the more kind of like it unfolds and reveals itself to you. And this game, um, yeah, it was 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 captivating in that way. So well done. And I'm definitely a play on this as well. That's a triple play, folks. It's a triple play! Uh, this is a cool point-and-click adventure that you have to take a little bit seriously, but unfolds kind of in a very fair, nice way. It looks good. The voice acting is good. The uh, writing is a little bit funny. Like, it's not quite, like, tip-top. But it's completely serviceable, like, and it it, it um, works. Like, it's it's it like surprisingly works really really well. I thought. Yeah, there were some some of these like chats between these scientists I, that I were like that might, feels might, a little like high school. <laughs> it might it might be a translation. You know what I mean? It might oh, be, okay, it might, sure. might have originally been in a different language. I think maybe it's a French developer. So that That's would make fair. a lot of sense to me. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's a very it's it's still it just, it's it not felt bad. like. It felt so gossipy. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Like, oh, uh, he's being so mean to me. I can't believe yeah. he's like killing all these people. <laughs> F off. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's triple play. Uh, Brooke, thank you so much for being on the podcast. What a dream. What? Um, Same. Same. Any- Anything? Else? <laughs> thank, thank us for being on our podcast. Yes, thank you. That's, that's so awesome that's of you. Nice. No one's that's ever so thanked cool. us like that before. No. Um, uh, where can folks find you online? Is there anything you want to plug? Um, I am uh, often on verbose on Twitter, just depending on how I'm feeling. Uh, so feel <laughs> free to follow my my dribblings uh, at Brooke Bright. Um, and uh, otherwise, uh, check out our monthly streams uh, that we're doing uh, with Jackbox called Inside the Box. And they are, I believe they're at the last Thursday of the month around 4.45 Central Time. Um, and I'll always post about them. So just go to my Twitter and I'll post about it. And then come come watch us play this, this silly game we're making. Brooke's a fun follow, folks. Strongly, strongly wrecked. <laughs> It's real, real. We seat of our pants. We're going. Is this the thing? <laughs> Don't know. Not performing anymore. Here it goes. <laughs> Take a respite from your day. Yeah, oh. yeah, at least as much just scrolling down her Twitter as you will playing that game. Oh. Um, if you if you need more enticing, I did post to today a picture of a dessert that I was served last night that looks like a very obscene butt. There you go. That's all, all right. you should need. Uh, that's a follow for me. <laughs> <laughs> Smash that follow. Smash oh. like. 
I'm seeing that, but <laughs> is it was at a uh, elementary Whoa. school fundraiser, and uh, they just went over there and went, "Why? Why all of this? Why is it this? Why?" <laughs> That was a great episode of Bundle Buddies, folks. Thank you, Alex. I think that we're getting really good at this. Thank you, Alex. (laughs) (laughs) I wholeheartedly agree. Uh, Our guest next week is Natalie Clayton. They're a Scottish game designer, writer, and Apex Legends crack shot. What? Are you kidding me? No, I am not, Eric. You missed the episode where we spoke to someone who primarily Apex Legends stuff. Are you kidding me? It was so funny (sighs) just to figure that out. We we ultimately figured out it's probably a good thing that you weren't on. Because we would have just been talking about Apex Legends. Talk about it like that would have would have broken my spirit. Don't you think that the the people need this? People are clamoring for it. It is true. Like, ah, that's so upsetting to me. I know. I'm sorry. It's okay. I can't do every episode. You sure Just, can't. You know, it's. I mean, you have played every game and you will play them all, but you can't do every episode. It's true. Oh, my God. But that breaks that breaks my that breaks my dang little heart. <laughs> oh, my God. What? We'll, we'll get them back on soon. We'll do it. Well. Or maybe we should find someone who's like also. Now I'm going to have to listen to this fucking episode. Can you believe it? I listened to an episode this week driving home and I thought it was really good. I know it's fun. It's a fun podcast. If you did, if, like if you listen to it and agree, thank you for listening to it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't listen to all of them. Brian uh, McGovern told me that he listened to three in the three in a row the other day while printing shirts and uh, it made him go a little crazy. But well, fuck Brian. No, but he listened to three in a row. He enjoyed it. But what a, what a what a jackass! You know what? He's banned from the show. No, he's he's our number one guest. Yeah, check out Piss Angeles on Twitter. He makes good t-shirts. <laughs> the drops tomorrow. You you might be hearing this in time to get a, a the Nicole Kidman shirt. I think it got pushed. No, I mean, but it, it, it oh. will be, to, uh, or the drops, I guess if you're hearing this the day it comes out, oh, yeah. on 517 2022 the drop I think is today, right? I think it got pushed. To ne- next week? Yeah. Oh, well, I, this if you're is, listening to this. Uh, if you're listening to this, don't come to Bundle Buddies for information about Piss Angeles t-shirt Our drops. friend's t-shirt company. If you're if you're coming our here, supportive friends T-shirt company. If you're no, our supportive friend who listened to three episodes in a row and it made him crazy. <laughs> Look, I'm not the only person I'm trying to make crazy is you, Eric. Alex, you're doing a good job. All right, Wait, next what games, games are Zephyr Deluxe from the Racial Justice and Equality Bundle by Blaine Kyle, a puzzle game. Sagebrush from the Palestinian Aid Bundle by Redact Games, an adventure, 3D, exploration, first-person horror, lo-fi, single-player, story-rich walking simulator, and Alfred Delivery from the Ukraine Bundle by uh, Yuchin Gao, a 360-video, cute documentary, experimental exploration, first-person, single-player game. That's it. I, I Eric, I you're not on this episode. I would really recommend playing both Sagebrush and Alfred Delivery. Okay. Something to think what? about. I mean, I'm going to listen to the podcast and see whether or not they pass or plays. So I love it. And Just then like I'll we do every week. From that. 
Like and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Oh, you know what I played a little bit more of today? Chrono Trigger. Oh, wow. What do you think? Yeah. It's a game. It's a game. I yeah, we're gonna I have to continue to play it and then we'll we'll talk about it. Like but. and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, leave us a review there, please, and check us on the web at bundle underscore buddies on Twitter or www.bundlebuddiespodcast.com. <laughs> Eric, I love you. Always have. I love you too, Alex. I love you like the sea. No. That was like a pirate. That became a. I went for like Scottish, like yeah. living on a coastal town, but then like turned into pirate and uh, really regretting that decision. Well, you won't regret listening to next week's episode <laughs> or this week's episode. I'm gonna listen. I'm gonna listen to this episode right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <sighs> Nobody can produce that. This is my time to shine. Bundle Buddies is produced by Matthew Haddock. Our theme song is Neo Shiki by Roll Music. Email bundlebuddiespodcast at gmail.com to say hi. Hi. <laughs>